Before we get started with this episode, I've got a quick question for you. Why should a couple book you instead of any of your competitors? Now, I know that may sound harsh, but it's a question you need to answer in your marketing if you want to stand out and book more weddings. After all, if couples don't know why you're the perfect fit for them, they'll compare you to your competitors, and that usually results in them comparing you based on price. Clearly, standing out is the solution to ghosting, price shopping, losing perfect clients to your competitors, hearing things like, we went in another direction all the time, your very understandable frustration, and feeling like you can't raise your prices, as well as so many other problems that plague wedding pros. That's why the totally free Stand Out and Get Booked Challenge is all about making sure you stand out from your competition so couples know within five seconds if you are the perfect fit for them or not. Because really, that's all the time you've got to stand out if you want to get booked. The challenge is happening the week of May 20th. So go grab your free ticket over at evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash challenge. And I'll see you there. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business podcast, episode number 201. Let's dig right in to making your marketing less overwhelming. In a world where wedding professionals are struggling to market and grow their businesses. One podcast brings together top experts and actionable strategies to help you build the wedding business of your dreams. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business Podcast. Here is your host, Heidi Thompson. Hey there, and welcome to the Evolve Your Wedding Business Podcast. I can't believe this is episode 201. If you have been along with me for the ride over the last 200 episodes, I would love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM. Let me know you're listening. I just love talking to people who listen to the podcast because it's very weird. It's a very one-way medium. So it's nice to know how things are resonating on your end. And if you want to DM me, I am Evolve Your Wedding Business over on Instagram. Now today, I want to talk to you about making your marketing less overwhelming. Because if there is something I hear from wedding professionals when it comes to marketing, it's that. It's just so overwhelming. And I don't know what to do. And there's so much to do. And how do I even do this? And I get it. And I promise you, there's a better way of doing this. I have spent years figuring out a better way for wedding professionals to do this. And I want you to acknowledge that it doesn't have to be this overwhelming thing. It doesn't have to be this thing that just feels super, super heavy. It can be easy. It can be light. You know, it can be fun. But you have to approach it a particular way. I've talked about creating marketing plans everywhere on multiple other podcasts on this podcast. I'll be talking about it more in Book More Wedding Summit, which is coming up October 18th through the 22nd. 
2021, in case you're listening to this way in the future. And you can get on the wait list. The registration isn't currently open, but it will be on September 27th. So you can get on the wait list over at bookmoreweddingsummit.com. But I will be talking a lot about making your marketing less overwhelming. How do you go about creating this marketing plan that does this for you? And when I see wedding professionals actually go through this process, like I've seen so many members of my membership, the Wedding Business Collective do, because that's the first, you know, big step we have members take. I just see a massive transformation in their business and who they are as business owners in how they feel about marketing and how well their marketing is working, working. So working, how it's working. So I want you to know that it is totally possible. That's like key number one. But there are some things that you need to adjust about how you're approaching your marketing that we really focus on inside the Wedding Business Collective when we get into, you know, creating an overwhelmed squashing marketing plan. The course is called that for a reason. And the first big thing I want you to know about that is that you can't try to be multiple people at once. And what I mean by that is, you know, there's the version of you that's the CEO, that's able to set out a vision and create plans and create strategy. There's the version of you that's really good at getting stuck into the work and getting stuff done. But you can't be both of those people at the same time. So I talk about it as being, you know, the queen bee and the worker bee. The queen bee is, you know, creating plans, handing them off to the worker bee. The worker bee has, you know, their working orders and they go do whatever worker bees do. Work, I imagine. But you can't be both at the same time. And I see a lot of people trying to do this and that is just a recipe for overwhelm. So what we do when we create a marketing plan is make as many decisions as possible in CEO mode. You know, where you're sitting down, you're thinking about this, you're making choices. If you can make as many decisions as possible when you're in that mode, it's going to make worker be you very happy. It's going to make the work so much easier because you'll be able to break it down. You'll be able to know exactly what you need to do, where you need to do it, when you need to do it, what you need for it. And I wanted to go over some of those decisions that you need to make when you're in CEO mode today. So the first one, and it's a big one, but it's who are you marketing to? And we dig into this a lot in the Wedding Business Collective. If you're not in, come join us over at theweddingbusinesscollective.com. But you really have to think about who am I trying to attract? Because if you don't know the answer to that question, then everything that comes after that is going to be random. You know, where you're marketing, how you're marketing, are you doing videos? Are you focused on images? Is it, you know, really high end images? Is it more candid images? That all 
depends on who it is that you're marketing to and what they care about. So reminding yourself of who this is, if you've already made this decision, grounding yourself in this and using this as a filter to make decisions really helps strip overwhelm away because all of a sudden, you know, if you find out your ideal client doesn't use Pinterest, well, then you don't have to be on Pinterest. Stop doing that. It's not getting you results. So let's not spend our time, money, effort, energy there. Another decision you need to make when you're in CEO mode is where am I going to market? And what I tell people in the Wedding Business Collective when they're building their marketing plan is for 90 days, I want you to commit to three channels. And I'll explain what that is in a minute. And you can have one experiment. We only run one experiment at a time because otherwise it gets really, really messy and explodes in our face. So your channels are the mediums through which you're marketing. So this could be social media platforms. This could be working on your SEO. This could be advertising on Google or Facebook or Instagram or any of the places. It could be building better relationships with your referral partners. But what are the three channels that you are going to work on for the next 90 days? And you're making as many decisions as you can off of data. So where's your ideal client? Where have they been finding you? You know, where are you already successful? Because you want to keep showing up in those places and we can just do more with those places as opposed to just, you know, going for novelty and adding on things that don't really matter for you. So for a 90 day period of time, what are those channels going to be? So you're going to make that decision. Next, you're going to choose specifically, what are you doing there? What are the tactics that you're using? So if you're working on SEO, maybe one of the tactics involved in that is you're publishing a new blog post every week that's optimized for whatever keywords you're trying to rank for. Okay, great. That helps us start to break this down. So if I'm creating a blog post every week, there's usually four weeks in a year, or four weeks in a year, four weeks in a month. And I know, okay, I have to get four of these, sometimes five of these done a month. Then I can figure out my topics. Then I can do keyword research for all of the topics for the month. Then I can outline all of the topics for the month. So it just makes it so much easier and and it allows you to batch things together. It allows you to plan your work and do it in a way that's more efficient. It takes less of your time and it's it feels more in control and it feels more in control because it is, it's carefully planned as opposed to, I'm going to show up randomly on Instagram when I feel like it, that feels chaotic and it's probably not getting you the best results either. So you have those channels. What are the tactics? What are you doing? And in the wedding business collective, I really push people to get specific on this. So they have an option, you know, when you're finished creating your marketing plan, you can submit it to me. And usually the thing that I always go back to them with is I want more specificity. 
What exactly are you doing on Instagram? How many times a week are these reels? Are these IGTVs? Are these uh, images from weddings? Are they graphics that you're creating? Because if you don't know what you're doing in each of these places, you don't know what you need to create. And if you don't know what you need to create, you can't possibly plan out your work. And we have a course in the Wedding Business Collective all about planning your work because I think this is such an important thing that we tend not to do. We plan our work for clients, but we're not so great at planning this work for ourselves, for the business. So when you actually plan it out and you figure out, you know, okay, I'm posting on my Instagram feed three times a week, Wednesday is going to be a reel. And Friday is going to be something inspirational. And Monday is going to be a wedding that I've worked. Awesome. Now you know exactly what you need to gather, what you need to create. And you can actually start working on it. You can start breaking it down. What are the topics you're going to cover in those reels? Can you outline them now so you get it done and out of the way? This allows you to block your time, which is another thing that I love doing when I'm in CEO mode. Worker version of me should not be making any decisions about time. She is not qualified (laughs) for that. And she tends to make poor decisions about time. CEO version of me makes much better and much more organized decisions about time. And this is as simple as blocking your time. It's putting similar tasks together. So what I mean by that, just like I was describing, if you're, you know, outlining all five of these blog posts, you're doing all the outlining at once. You're doing all the SEO research at once. Maybe you sit down and do all the writing at once. I love doing that when I can just sit down and be like, all right, I am going to see how many of these babies I can crank out today. And, you know, then when it comes to next week on Monday or whatever, I've put my batch of writing time in, I'll come back to it. That really helps my anxiety. That makes me feel like I have things in control because everything has a place. Everything has a specific time that it's going to get addressed. It's going to get done. And this doesn't have to be super granular. I tend to rebel against things when I get super granular with it. But it could be as simple as I only do calls on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And then I have the rest of the time for myself. Or I check my email this time of day, this time of day, and this time of day. Or the first Monday of the month, I'm going to sit down and write all of my Instagram captions so they can be scheduled. Whatever it is, it makes sense to block it together because you don't have to pay the cost of context switching, which is when we jump from one task to something unrelated. So if my phone were to start ringing right now and I picked it up, that would be context switching. I'm stopping what I'm doing and I'm moving to an unrelated task. It takes up to 15 minutes for your brain to get fully back up to speed in its cognitive abilities. That is a huge tax to be paying every single time you switch between those tasks. And blocking your time really helps with that. And I find just the momentum of 
you know, getting one thing done, getting the second thing done, it helps you do it faster and it just makes you work more efficiently. So when you're in CEO mode, set some time aside for yourself to plan this, block out that time. You know, you've decided what your channels are, what your tactics are, what you need for all of this. When's it going to happen? When are you going to create it? You know, you have to cut that time out, really block it out on your calendar, or it's going to get eaten up by something else. The final thing I wanted to talk to you about to do in CEO mode is to reflect, to look at what is actually happening as a result of your marketing choices. What's working? What's not working? When you pay attention to what's working and what's not working, it opens up a lot of options for you. So it allows you to change course if you need to just adjust what you're doing. You get the feedback quickly, you know, it can be a couple of weeks. So you just see, mm, okay, this isn't working. I need to change course here. Or even if it's a couple of months, it's a hell of a lot better than just doing this for a year or two without ever looking at if it's working for you or if it isn't working for you. The other thing that for some reason nobody thinks about is it allows you to weed and prune things. I see a lot of wedding and creative professionals, just business owners in general, we tend to do this crazy thing where if, you know, marketing is a buffet We're just that crazy person at the buffet or maybe like the six-year-old version of you because you think it's funny, putting like all the food on a plate. Like it's a mountain. It's a mountain of everything. And you don't want to eat that. It's a mess. You know, everything's mixed in with everything else. It's just this big pile. Instead of doing that, we want to weed things out. And I love this. I love the process of elimination because every time you do it, it's one less thing you have to do. So if, you know, you're going through, you've decided, you know, this is going to be my channel there. These are going to be my channels. These are going to be my tactics. And some of those channels kill it. And another one of them just bombs. Okay. You get to make the decision. Am I going to change what I'm doing on that channel or am I going to weed it out? And then I never have to do it again, ever. (laughs) This frees up so much time. So instead of just piling more and more and more and more on your plate, you are, you know, strategically getting stuff off your plate that doesn't serve you, doesn't work. You can comfortably say no to it because you've taken the time to step back, put your CEO hat on and look at the data that you have. You know it's not working. So your choice is either to, well, I guess you have three choices. You keep doing it, even though it's not working. And the only time you'd want to do that maybe is if you haven't given it enough time to run a proper experiment. But don't do it just because, you know, you've been doing it. Don't just keep doing things and rolling with inertia. You, you could decide to pivot. You could decide to change what you're doing or change the way that you're doing it to see if you can get better results that way. That's a great idea. Or if you've done that 
and you just can't seem to make it work for you, you get to quit. And that is my favorite thing. I love seeing people say, yeah, I did this and then I tried it this way and then I tried it this way and I realized, you know what? My ideal clients just aren't on TikTok or whatever it is. So I'm not going to give it my time. That is the most freeing thing to do for yourself. And I think a lot of us forget that we're allowed to do that. We're allowed to say, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. I wouldn't do it with things that, you know, are serving you. Don't make this decision without the data to back it up. But just doing things for the sake of doing things is so tiring and overwhelming. And just don't do that. Just stop. Give yourself permission to quit something that is not working for you. Now, by all means, experiment with it. See if you can get it to work. Maybe it's the way you're doing it. I would say, especially with something like ads, there's so much tweaking that goes on with like Facebook and Instagram ads. So maybe you just need to make some adjustments. Maybe you're like 99% of the way there and just this one little change is going to be the thing that makes it work for you. Don't throw that away. You know, run that experiment, see how it goes. But don't just keep doing what you're doing or God forbid, paying for something that you've been paying for just because you've been doing it just because it has, you know, inertia. I see this a lot with both members of the Wedding Business Collective and, you know, people in my Facebook group all the time. People saying, you know, Wedding Wire hasn't sent me a single lead or a single booking in like a year or two years. Okay, so step one, let's tweak it. Is there something you can change about the way you're presenting yourself? And if that doesn't work, quit. It's that easy because there is no point in spending any resources, whether that's time, energy, money on something that isn't working just because you're afraid to stop doing it. Because the data will tell you whether you should stop doing it or not. And I love seeing people free themselves by actually giving themselves an out. So I hope this gives you a few things to think about when you are in CEO mode, some decisions to make about your business to make your marketing less overwhelming. And I would love to see you at Bookmore Wedding Summit. Like I said, that's going to be October 18th through the 22nd. So it's coming up pretty soon. So make sure you get on the waiting list at bookmoreweddingsummit.com. And registration will open on September 27th. I can't wait. I know you are going to love it and get so much out of it. So thank you so much for taking the time to tune in today. And I will speak to you again very soon.